Been swerving with my windows cracking so much envy in the city. Roll with this bitch on my lap. You fuck niggas embarrassing. This a moment of clarity. You hating niggas especially. You niggas hate professionally. Count that money carefully. You little niggas don't worry me. No haters, you ain't popping. That's why we on top apparently. Two way where it started at. Cross the street from the laundromat. Just made your BM archer back. Tonight I doubt she calling back. Got that pussy under reconstruction A true player who be hustling so she had a budget Zebo married to that money, I can't be a husband My hype man dancing with that chopper, know he super muddy But I'm just here for that cash, call it beautiful ugly Focus mind when I slide, on the prize as I'm riding 85 85, window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pond, let it ease my mind Now that's the gas one time and the pipe start crying Got North Cag plate, sipping off action Riding, riding 85, window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pond, let it ease my mind Now that's the gas one time and the pipe start crying Got North Cag plate, sipping off action Northside, bout that paper, homicide, catch that caper, killers ride, all them day up, Draco's bust, they gon' spray her, wanna be slick, nigga didn't pay attention when we kept this way, I thought you was gon' play a nigga like Pat, but you not a player, shot in your derriere, blood leaking everywhere, watch flooded like a tsunami, your bitch had to stare, your girl ain't got no underwear, I skirt my hand up under there, she suckin' and chewin' on my dick, like a gummy bear, and it's fur game, you Little niggas be so lame Crack the eighth of that act And we call that purple rain All this water on my drip All this frost on my chain Paid the cost to be the boss I'm the motherfucking man Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pond Let it ease my mind Now that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cag plate Sipping off action Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pond, let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time, and the pipe start crying Got North Cag plate, sipping North Cag shine Tell me that whole live beat wasn't just fire right now. Like, 
Tell me that wasn't a vibe. That's a whole lot of vibe right there. Shout out to my boy, Jay Major. That was a whole lot of vibe. That, shout out to the boys. Zebo. that's a whole lot of vibe. Shout out to the boys, Project Pat. That's a whole lot of vibe, y'all. You got to be from the area to understand what it means to be driving down 85 too and listen to music like this. Come on with it. Like, that's going to be lit. That is lit. That's a great way to bring in 2020 and a great way to bring in our, you know, first year doing the podcast. Killy Cam will be joining us shortly. But right now, it's just me rocking Dolo. It's your girl, yo, Callie. This is Blunt Talk TV. We've been doing this thing for a whole live year. It's crazy to think like a year has gone by and here we are, you know, hosting a whole live show. It's crazy to see, you know, the formality and how it started with me, you know, just coming up with a space to just talk freely. Because I feel like even now, like, People are very, very sensitive and it's hard to just speak freely without hurting someone's feelings or feelings being hurt. Like, why can't we just have an open conversations and put feelings aside? So Blunt Talk was definitely birthed based off of that concept, which is speaking freely, having an open conversation and being able to talk to one another without being, you know, feeling like you're being sought at or feeling like someone's hating on you or feel like, you know, there's shade in the room. Um, Because there's so many times where I've had conversations, especially with men. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm cool with girls. Like, as long as, you know, you know your vibe and I know my vibe, we're cool. So I have no problem with, like, females, so to speak. I don't have that many female friends, but I have no problems with females, so to speak. Um, But, like, when my guy friends... Guys are just, I don't know, they're so nonchalant, so they don't really speak so much. So when they do speak, sometimes, I don't know, the guys I hang out with, I feel like, are very opinionated. And they get in their feelings, but they can't say it's feelings because they are guys. And it's just like, oh, you're lame. You're in your feelings. We can just have this conversation. And I'm not in my feelings, so don't be in yours. And we can just talk about it, just like I do with my girlfriends. But... It's okay. After a while, progressive conversation does come about after cool, I mean, after hotheads become cool. Um, the development of the platform was kind of stemmed, like I said, based off that. I needed a space to just speak freely. And I wanted to speak freely with my friends. I wanted to speak freely with different people. So I really wanted to have individuals that kind of think like me as far as like on the cast but as far as the people that came on the show I wanted them to be completely opposite um and then I wanted the topics to be topics that would make them feel uncomfortable and you're probably sitting back like yo Callie like why do you want them to be uncomfortable if they're coming on your show but it's not about the uncomfortability it's more about okay I know like it's I know me I'll just say that. And I know when if it's a topic about, um, I don't know, if I feel comfortable about the topic, so to speak, I'm just not too engaged. Like, I'll be engaged worthy, but it's like, it's quick that, it's quickly that my um, passion of knowledge and what I know about a topic can come off as argumentative. So lately, as I became an adult, mm-hmm. I just took the high road and kind of just like sat back and was just like, nah, I'm going to just, you know, let you be right. 
If you feel like you're right, you're right. If, you know, I feel like I'm right, I'm right. But inadvertently, it didn't really like work. It didn't really like, I don't know, it didn't really help me. It didn't really help me. It didn't really help the person. And I felt like if we just took the chance to just talk about each other's sides, then I may have learned something new and they may have learned something new. So that's why, you guys, I try to pick topics and the cast and the crew try to come up with topics that are controversial but still like interesting because we want you guys to feel uncomfortable in a sense that you are more engaged to talk about it because, you know, you have more things to say. I feel like if it's something that you don't really know too much about, um, in a sense of, in my mind, you'll be more forward to have a conversation. So you'll be more interested in trying to see more about the topic versus, you know, just sitting back like myself and not saying much. But hey, Killer Cam's in the building. Hey, y'all. Hey, Killer Cam. Girl. Took me a lot to get here, y'all. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. I'm glad to be back. It's been it's been a while. It has. We miss you, Killer Cam. Hey, I miss y'all too. I've been meaning to talk my shit, but you know it's hard. So I'm back <laughs> here. We're gonna talk some shit, hella shit. That's I was just and telling the people how everything kind of get started and how it all kicked off and how it's the platform to talk your shit. Like, this is the place to do that. It is. You know, like, it's, it's been a wild ride. It's been a long ride. Our first year was amazing. I remember, you know, us coming up with ideas and everything and, you know, seeing it happen. So now it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that's what I was saying. The ideas that we picked were just so controversial, but so interesting because we wanted people to like talk. We wanted y'all to be blunt about it. We wanted y'all to come out here and just say what you had to feel, or at least buy what we had to say, um, especially about some of those like relationship topics. I remember like, oh my gosh, in the earlier episodes, we got heated. You guys don't even understand. It was such a heated debate. <laughs> oh. that, that, honestly, that was my favorite to this day. It's probably my favorite topic besides our rape culture topic. And I'm going to tell you why. That time I was single, I was like, you know, talking to Josh, just started talking to him. And I listened to that episode like a few months ago. And like, it was funny because when we first started talking about it, you and I had completely different views, and now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, maybe Kelly was right. <laughs> <laughs> it is so crazy, like, how things have changed, but that topic was well needed. Because of that episode, I was able to, like, change my perspectives on things. Like, it's crazy. And that's the importance of, like, conversation. You have to be able and be willing to have conversation with people, even when it's, like, shit you don't want to talk about. Cause right. you was not feeling me. I was. I remember that whole live conversation. If you guys have been rocking with us this whole year, you can recap to. I think it's like episode two or, or one. It was a uh, social media and relationship part one, and uh -huh. we were talking about divorce. 
And we were talking about the when, no, not only divorce, but like the standards of divorce and like how people accept cheating and the levels of like, what will you accept in order to get divorced or how much will you accept? Deal breakers, all the things that you would do to get divorced. And I remember I was saying everyone has different things, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It was cheating was one of those things. I was just like, I don't know. It's a, it depends. It's a situational shift. It's one of those things that if you're constantly doing it, no. If you did it one time, maybe we can figure it out. Possibly. Yeah, that, that. <laughs> maybe. It's going to be hard. I'm really like, going to have flashbacks, but it's going to be okay. Uh, I'm gonna say this without putting my business out, but I think you have to. It's it's based on your relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the circumstances are different for everybody in each relationship. Because before, I'm like, no, fuck you, I'm out. One cheat, one slip up, I'm done. But being through having to go through things, you're like your perspective changes, and then you have to. You really have to put your big girl jaws on, your big boy jaws on, and you have to really think like, is this worth it? Where the good and the bad? Like, will you do it again? Like, it's it's more factors into it to just completely say no. And I, I wholeheartedly now, if they don't do it again, stay. If they are a habitual cheater, then sis, you gotta go. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on the fence about that. Yeah, but you're definitely on a better fence than you were at the first time we had this conversation. So I, I would say, hey, even on some things, you've brought so many different things to my light during the rape culture like whole episode. Because I'm one of those people that's just like, I'm a girl too, so I kind of feel like I know what girls be doing. But at the same sense, it's like, damn, I didn't even put it in perspective or even like think about how it's something that was put on baby girl before she had a chance to like walk in a sense, like how women become sexualized so early. It's so sad. Like, and this is why it was crazy because Lord being in a relationship, like, Josh and I are planning, you know, a baby right now. And I have to girl, when I tell you these episodes they are so, like, they're my life. We, we go over this. And I have to tell him, like, he's like, oh, my, my little girl won't be wearing that. My little girl won't be doing that. And I'm like, do not sexualize a kid before they even know what they're doing. Like, you, it's not up to a little girl or a little boy to be fast or to, you know, be put out there. It's the adults around them. You can't say a, a six-year-old is being fast. Well, well what's... You know, what's, what is being fast? Let's start there. Number two, why is she like this? Is it because of you? Is it because of her? And number three, what is your life like? What is your mindset? What is your mindset? You. She's six. She's six, Sam. Six. I don't you know, know what like Sam, I, but I'm I just saying. I showed him a video. I showed my boyfriend a video of like a little baby dancing. He was like, oh no, my little girl won't be doing that. I'm like, first of all, she ain't even one years old yet. So you can't say, she doesn't even know what twerking is, but bouncing her ass or anything, you know. And it's like, you have to educate your men so you can break those generational curses. Educate your women as well, because women are predators too. Mm-hmm. It's okay, all about Anton education. Fisher. 
And you see the movie Anton Fisher. It's girl. Girl. That that's the first time I realized that women can be predators. Like I was like, whoa, like this is a grown woman, but it's so common because you hear I've heard so many of my male friends say, Oh, y'all lost my virginity at twelve and she was eighteen. Um Sir, you were raped. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Me, if that was a little girl and an 18-year-old man, it would be totally different. But because she's a woman and you're a little boy, it's cool. Mm-mm. No. So let's take it to the... Let's, let's, we got kind of deep into this. Let's take it to the beginning. So, it, Cam, if you can remember... Where would you say the beginning for Blunt Talk kind of began for you? Because I can remember, like, I was thinking about this over the New Year episode, and it's just crazy to think about how, like, we went from it being four of us to three of us to not in a studio to with a full-fledged studio and a radio station to shortly not having a studio <laughs> to then going back to having a studio. I was just like, damn, this was a wild year if you really, like, say it out loud. It was wild, but, you know, I, it's, this is no... What I'm about to say is no shade to no one. No shade. This is a no shade I, radio station. Yeah, this is definitely no shade. Because um, I love Yanni and, you know, I fuck with Riddle. But I feel like they were needed. You know, we we would not be where we were had they not come along. Because we know what we will put up with. We know what we won't put up with. We know what we like, what we can deal with. You know, so I definitely feel like they were needed. Um, and I really thank them because they definitely helped, you know, Blood Talk get to where, they, where it is today. Um where it started for me was Smelly Cat. <laughs> we, like, the meeting we had at Smelly Cat to really like go over it and you know really set the foundation, you know, with Tiff, with Riddle, you know, meeting everyone and then having Yanni on board, um, being in the studio, things like that. That's that's really what started for me. Yeah, that I remember that. Yeah, I wonder if Tiff's like, yo, I remember that. That's crazy. And that was you and Riddle. Yep. And we sat down and we're like, yeah, we need a man. We need a man. I was like, I guess I know a guy. <laughs> and Yanni came about and it was dope. It was the four of us and it was a great mix. It was, you know, two um, neutral people one aggressive person well two aggressive people i don't know i thought we all kind of like played the roles like it just depends on the topic it depends on the topic and it depends on the what portion of the topic we were on honestly um but it was a good mix and a good conversation and then even losing the cast member cast member ooh, child and going down to three that was still a good mix because we know we started incorporating incorporating guests and getting an outside opinion on things and that was really cool um who was your favorite guest so far Ooh, um well of course that was so shout out to him um, <laughs> i knew it i was gonna say no stilo but it's like why just why <laughs> uh, on jokes aside um I would probably 
have a few. So, um, Don Gala was one of mine. Um, uh, uh, what is it? Say what you mean podcast and what you mean podcast. Yeah, what you mean podcast and um. We'll see. I don't know. Okay, Pumpkin and the Social Life. I think we've had a great guest. Those are yeah. my favorites. Those are some bomb episodes. Yo, I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, Don Gala taught me so much in his episode. Like, oh my gosh. Yo, if you want a good, smooth, like, Charlotte history, go back to the Black History Month episode with Don Gala. I swear to God, that man was dropping jewels that whole live episode. Did you know we had our own, like, black city in Charlotte? Like, we had our own, like, black Mecca. We was out here. You need to check your, like, facts. Check your car facts. Okay. Yeah, definitely because I was shook. Okay, because now that I'm not, now that I ride that way on the west side, I'm like, oh shit, like this is it. Like, this is where I'm looking by the stadium, and I'm yes. like, this literally used to be everything black. Used to be a hospital, everything like that's so bizarre and crazy. Yo, that was a yeah. crazy episode. And then I liked uh, Miss Socialite's episode as well. That was a dope, dope episode. I think that was the one that we did the, um, the nigga. Wasn't that the nigga one? I want to believe. Or like the N-word. It was like. Yes, hers was definitely the N-word episode. I love that. Yes. Because I swear, I say nigga for about just about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you saying, nigga? <laughs> what you saying, nigga? That was a live, live episode. So if you know me, like, I will call anybody nigga at this point. I don't even care. Yes. Indian, white, black, Mexican, Asian, everybody nigga. Seatbelt, nigga. Blanket, nigga. Animate object, nigga. <laughs> it don't matter. Anyone can get it, nigga. Like, if I can just spare, like, a few moments to tell you a freaking funny story about this. I'm in the ABC store on the phone with my friend, and I'm getting some liquor for my sister for New Year's. And I'm walking up to the Tito's, and it's about, like, empty. The shelf's about gone. It's New Year's Eve, so, you know, everything's about gone. And I was like, damn, niggas love Tito's. And while I'm saying this, there's, like, two white, like, college students right by the Tito's. And the white boy, like, chuckles to himself. And I look at him, I'm like... Nigga, you can laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just funny. Nigga, we love Tito's. Like, we in here, nigga. Like, you thought you were not a nigga? No, nigga, you getting Tito's too, nigga. Like, the fuck? That thing was funny. But I forgot to say one of my other favorite guests was definitely Mario the Mic Man. Yo, that was dope. That was a nice little sit down with Mario and Mike Manny and that vent. That was nice of him. We going live on him. That was nice. Yes. I was sure that we even got it. So I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And anybody who's from Charlotte in Charlotte, like, know the, you know, status he has and the impact he has on Charlotte. Like, it was definitely an honor to sit down with him. He's like a legend in the streets, though. Hell yeah. He's definitely a legend in the streets. I think me personally i don't know my overall favorite podcast um i think it has to be between what you mean podcast because that was a really fun episode that game thing was so much fun like 
Huh, we got to do that back. We got to run it back. They already said they want to run it back. So what you mean, podcast? We coming for you. Don't even worry about it. We going to yep. come for you. Girls versus boys. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be ill. And, um, oh, yeah. The Okay, so it was a trip that was in Atlanta. I wish you could have made it, but it's okay because you were taking business moves as well. And, um... Jane from the Virgin Hair Fantasy dropped some like major jewels on me on that episode. It really like changed my life. She got me over here thinking if my homeboy, if I'm talking to someone, Cam, and he called out of work, I got to dump him. Why? Because he has poor work ethic. I bet she was like this is how you 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 know make it make sense i was like make it make sense jane make it make sense because i felt the same way don't get it twisted but she was like if he gets if he comes a habit after a while that okay i'm sick i'll call out i'm late i'll call out i'm hungover i'll call out and then become something that say you know you guys need to pay a major bill all this calling out, now it's on your shoulders, Cam, to pay that major bill because your mans don't call it out sick so many times. Now, she definitely has a point on that. I, I love you agree. Um, even, <laughs> let me tell y'all a little story. Even, <laughs> listen, so Josh and I had to start incentives. Literally, like, the last four to five months of 2019, Josh has been late to work. I think he's, I think his boss said, like, 90-something times. Um, sir, <laughs> so I get what she's saying because circumstances happen. I would rather you be late to work and go and your boss is like, bro, I'm going to have to put you on a warning if you, you know, keep coming in late rather than you just flat out call out. Right. Still go, so, motherfucker, go. Thank you. So with that being said, you know, if, if you know your man is bad at time management because Lord knows mine is. You know, he'll still go to work and get that money. He just may be a little late. But if he has to call it now, I don't even call out. I would, no. I, I definitely agree with her on that. Yes, honey. Then she got me on that book, um, the E Myth Cam. You gotta get on this E Myth. This E Myth is a beast. If y'all have not read it yet, get on that E Myth. It is a solid beast. Now, what is it called? The E Myth, the Entrepreneurial Myth by Michael Gerber. It basically breaks down everything you think you know about running a business into what you really need to do to run your business so for me like and for a lot of us probably out there are already doing a lot of these things in these self-help books that we see like she was mentioning another one um the simple art of not giving a fuck that's also on my to-do read list and the 48 laws of power that was a nipsey hustle suggestion that i gotta get on but with those um, first two, with The Simple Art of Not Giving a Fuck and um, E-Myth, they're kind of like self-help books that you kind of already know, but it also like puts a perspective on it that you never thought about. So for me, in a sense, I knew what I thought I learned you know, about lear- running a business because I'm a self-taught entrepreneur. I didn't go to school for this. Um, mm-hmm. But the book helped me put what I knew and put some like real, I guess... Everything you can learn in like business school, some back into it in a sense. So made my 
way of working more functional and something that I can actually market and sell to another person. So it was really, really dope. I definitely suggest anyone who's out here on that entrepreneurial hustle to look into the e-myth because it'll definitely help you really think about a business as a whole. Love it. Definitely. I like that because now that I'm like about to start a business, I'm like, I have no idea what to do, where to start. It's just like total drive that is making me, you know, research. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Definitely, definitely do. So we're going to kick it to a smooth break in a little bit. Um, But before we get there, I just want to ask, what would you say um, if there was one thing? Because it's blonde talk, so we can't just be all sunshines and rainbows. But if there was one thing that you could change within this year, what would you change to make it like not so like interviewee? I'll go first. (laughs) Um, One thing I would say I would change from last year going forward and this year. Um, I feel like I want to stick to the more truly controversial topics. Like, I like our, like, soft puppy, like, the icebreaker was cute. Worst trip ever was cute. But that's not us, you know? Like, that's cute, but that's not blunt talk worthy. Like, we need some shit that's going to make niggas like, huh? So... That's what I would say, because that was probably my inputs. <laughs> um. um, I think I would have to agree on that because our best topics were, you know, controversial slash fun. Um, so like the rape culture, the relationship. Um, I would definitely like to stay on that lane. I think as you know, millennials, we have so much that we want to talk about. And I feel like we just don't have an outlet. Um, So, you know, of course, stay away from politics because I don't have the time or the patience. But I definitely want to stay on that lane of what what people our age will want to talk about, listen to, and all that good stuff. So I disagree. That's So that's our promise to you guys, to our listeners. Blonde Talk TV is going to bring you guys nothing but straight, real, tough, controversial, hard, thought-worthy topics. That sounded like weird. I wanted to make it cool. But I think I made it weird. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to kick it to a smooth break. You've been listening to Blunt Talk TV. It's your girl, Yo Callie. Follow hey, me it's at... It's your girl, Killa Kim. Yeah, yeah. Follow us at Blunt Talk TV. Also follow me at Blunt Talk dot underscore underscore as well as just B C L T is the hashtag. Yeah. I had to think about that real hard. Where you at, Killer Cam? And it's Killer Cam with what is my t- uh? Can oh, I say uh, it? Three- <laughs> Can I say it? Can I say it? Yes, yes. It's Killer Cam three ends and an underscore. Woo woo! <laughs> I love that shit. Yo, you should be a city girl. I swear to God, you should be one of the city girls because you have the best little life. It's Killer Cam three ends and an underscore. Ew. But I am. I am a city girl. I'm the third member. I, I'm late. See, it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> it's the Blunt Talk crew. We're gonna go ahead and shine a light on J Major featuring Zebo and Project Pack I eighty five. Yo, girl, this stuff is fire right here. This song is fire. 
Not to tell you it has like a smooth like riding down the street, like really like riding down I-85 type vibe. And then it gets into that like um what's it called when they when they drink syrup? I don't know. Uh, codeine? I don't know. But like codeine music, I guess, when they like slow it down. But it's like Dallas, Texas slow down. When it, um, I don't know what it's called. I got to look it up. It's a I'm thing. Sure. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. It's a thing. But yo, I want to tell you this. It's fire. I can't even like, it's fire. We're going to kick it to a smooth break. It's I-85 featuring J Major, Zebo, and Project Pet. Shit the biz at, cross the track the biz at We put these projects on the map, them wide say boys on the trap Been swerving with my windows cracking, so much envy in this city Roll with this bitch on my lap, you fuck niggas embarrassing This a moment of clarity, you hating niggas especially You niggas hate professionally, count that money carefully You little niggas don't worry me, no haters, you ain't popping That's why we on top apparently, two way where it started at Cross the street from the laundromat, just made your BM Archer back Tonight I doubt she calling back Got that pussy under reconstruction A true player who be hustling So she had a budget Zebo married to that money I can't be a husband My hype man dancing with that chopper Know he super muddy But I'm just here for that cash Call it beautiful ugly Focus mind when I slide On the prize as I'm riding it five Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cat plates Sipping off Cat Shine Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine Let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cat plates Sipping off Cat Shine Northside, bout that paper, homicide Catch that caper, killers ride All them day, Draco's bust They gon' spray her, wanna be slick Nigga didn't pay attention when we crept his way I thought you was gon' play a nigga like Pat But you not a player Shot in your derriere Blood leaking everywhere Watch flooded like a tsunami Your bitch had to stir Your girl ain't got no underwear I skirt my hand up under there She sucking and chewing on my dick Like a gummy bear And it's fair game you little niggas be so lame Crack the eighth of that act And we call that purple rain All this water on my drip All this frost on my chain Paid the cost to be the boss I'm the motherfucking man Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine Let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cat plates Sipping North Cat shine Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine, let it ease my mind. Now that's, that's the gas one time, and the pipe 
thing is fire. This is what I'm talking about. It's like I'm not the girl slow mo, and it's like a guitar groove, but it sounds like somewhat chopped and screwed. It's just that's what it is, chopped and screwed. Yes, I knew I'd think of it. I knew I'd think I'm of so it. I'm so mad because you literally just said like chopped up, like girl. Chopped and screwed. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Yo, 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 yo. It's your girl, yo, Kai. I'm here with Killer Cam. What's happening, y'all? Yo, it's Blunt Talk TV, and it's a year. We've been doing it for a year. We've been live for a year. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake a booty hole. Mm-mm, I'm dead. No, ma'am. <laughs> yo, that is fire. It's crazy to think we've been doing this for a year it's hard if anyone start thinking about starting a podcast i definitely encourage you to do it because it's a fun like cool pastime and like if you definitely like tech savvy or even if you're not tech savvy but you're willing to get tech savvy and you want something to do and it takes a lot of time get into a podcast because man it takes so much time it does people don't realize it takes about a week for us to like Get our shit together. Between getting to the, our shit together and going live, it takes a full week. Hands mm. down. That sounds a lot. It is a lot, but I love it. I do love yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do too. It doesn't so feel like it's like a love. It's a lab, love, labor of love, labor of love. That's what I want to say. I'm having a hard time, Cam, and it's 2020. You would think by now I would get it together. Girl, I'm still trying to balance just going to work and being a mom. So it's like, I am not, I don't judge. Like, life is hard when you're trying to, you know, have a full-time job, work on hobbies you love, and then, you know, just deal with life in general. That shit's hard. So I commend to anybody who's going to work or school full-time and then trying to pursue their dreams on the side. I definitely commend you. Hats off to you. Um, so if you've been listening to the show, you've been rocking with us, you've been listening to I-85 by J Major, featuring Zebo and Project Pat, for starters, and, um, we've just been going over the whole year, in a sense, just, like, the up and downs, reflecting on the shows and stuff. It's been a crazy roller coaster. it's been a crazy year. I'm really excited to get into this year because, um, I really want to try, I've come to terms that we may or may not be able to like be video all the time because it's a podcast and it's like it's radio or whatever but i really love the fact that we're gonna get into video i really like the fact that we're gonna get into like having live shows so we're gonna get into different things that still like you know trying to keep current and keep up with the times i guess you could say but still you know being out there i just want to be able to engage as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all mofos are visual learners and not auditorial learners. Right. Some of y'all need hands-on interaction. So we're going to bring you all all these things come 2020. <laughs> I'm super excited about that. I think it's going to be really dope. I think it's going to be really crazy also to like see you guys face-to-face. Because it's weird, like, like going live and doing the show and then, like, meeting. Like, I've met some people in real life that listen to the show. And I've met some people, like, from the grand that listen to the show. 
And it's just like, it's weird. And I want to meet you all in like real life. So I'm really excited about that come 2020. What you excited about, Cam? In 2020, like, I'm excited about my YouTube channel. I am excited about, I have one business venture I'm looking into. So I'm not going to speak on it just yet because I wholeheartedly believe I'm manifesting quietly. Um, and then um, on the personal side of things, I'm, oh, y'all, don't quote me, unquote me, but I am planning to expand my family. So hopefully that's Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Y'all, you know, I'll get nervous at the last <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to a couple of things, you know, and this might be the year that um a bitch gets engaged. So we're gonna manifest that as well. Okay, put a ring on it. I'm yes. here for that. Yes, uh, yes Gail, get married. Yo, let's go ahead for that. Yes, I can't wait. Let's go happen. Stilo, are you listening? I don't care if it happens December 31st. Stilo, are you listening? We are. We're manifesting that the family and then the business is. So, yes. Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's hella dope. On a personal level, I'm just manifesting a full-on production studio here in the city. Um, by the end of the year, hopefully... I'll make that two studios. I'm not really sure on the second location, but we're going to put that out there for sure. Um, and then just traveling, traveling, being happy, traveling, being happy and having the, you know, the podcast, having the radio show, having my production studio, creating content. I'm really going to go ham the creating content aspect. Definitely this year. Um, shout out to the hemp neighborhood. Because they're definitely helping me, you know, get my life right with the CBD. Um, mm -hmm. I'm transitioning from smoking weed to CBD, which is great. You're like, wait, what's the difference? I just need to be calm. That's the only reason why I smoke. So if I can do it in a different way and I don't have to, like, smoke. Because typically, or realistically, excuse me, smoking is bad for your lungs. Either way, you split it. No matter how you do it. So I want to get away from all that. So the hemp neighborhood has been helping me um, with that, with, you know, our partnership. I've been trying some of the new products. I really love the tincture. So I've been doing the tincture um, in the morning time and helping me kind of just stay calm throughout the day so I can get throughout the day and be more productive and create more content. So shout out to the hemp neighborhood for that lookout. And, you know, we're going to talk about more of their products throughout the show and throughout the year because we have a great partnership with them. So um, it's been a great year. Uh, I definitely agree. It's been a really great year. I think um, I'm definitely looking forward to traveling more with the show, too. I do want to do a blood talk tour. I think that's going to be a good look. Um, maybe towards the... Maybe towards the time when Cam's not trying to plan to have a baby. So maybe <laughs> well, listen, listen. That's going to be toward, listen, that's either, that's probably going to be after summer. Because nobody want to be fat and pregnant in the summertime. So, look, we got like a little four or five months time span right now. Okay, summer tour <laughs> on the way. Summer tour on the way. Blunt talks hitting the road. Because we're okay. extending our family. We yeah. are. That's and even awesome. if I am, girl, listen, me and baby will travel, okay? Okay, baby <laughs> was on the way. Let's go. I'm ready. 
ready. That's exciting. Is there, I feel like this year's going to be a really great year. Um, going into year two, understanding what it takes to like have a podcast, understanding what it takes to create genuine content, a real like content engaged worthy conversation, understanding what, you know, is important to talk about. Understanding, you know, what different people are good to work with. All these things that are going to help myself and Cam, I feel like definitely shape this year into being a great year as far as the show is concerned. Um, I'm definitely interested in seeing what conversations come about. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine the things we're going to talk about this year. Because she's going to be in a different headspace. I'm in a different headspace. Niggas ain't shit. I really want to talk about how you niggas ain't shit. Um, related into that on a later topic. I just want to talk about how aggressive you males are. Like, 2019 really showed me how, like, passive-aggressive and, like, aggressive-aggressive males are and how, like, dictator-ish they are and how, like, ugly men can, like, say things like, oh, you're ugly. But you're ugly. How can you say that? No. Oh, no. Let's go there. You know what? This is a conversation. This is definitely a future topic, y'all. We're going to come back to this. But what I cannot stand seeing on social media, Twitter to be exact, is a fat, ugly nigga who has the audacity to call out a fat female. And she could be plus-sized and fine. But you have the nerve. You over here looking like a rotten potato. You ugly but you're talking about a plus size queen. Like, what are you doing? I'm confused. What? I'm simply I confused. Don't understand. And that also falls in line with black men always having something to say about black women. Black men are the biggest critiques when it comes to whatever black women has going on, whether it's their attitude, the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they do their hair, their makeup, like, black women have that issue too i'm tired of going on twitter and someone saying something bad about lizzo or something saying bad about goddamn uh summer walker because bet so uh lizzo put a picture up of her ass on the on the counter let that been like uh zoe kravitz y'all would have not had nothing to say i'm gonna say this like i am i don't listen to lizzo's music it's just not my cup of tea and that's cool um but I just feel anytime somebody is naked, whether it's Rihanna, whether it's Zoe Kravis, whether it's fucking Jill Scott, I don't care. Let it be tasteful. I don't want to see Rihanna with her ass cracked spread on my TV screen, on my phone screen. I don't want to see Zoe Kravis go to a basketball game with her ass cheeks out and a big-ass T-shirt. I just feel like let it be tasteful. She's beautiful, and she appreciates her body, but be tasteful at the same time. That's my only thing. Now, sis, you, I'm not going to comment on it because, listen, she got more money than I do. So at the end of the day, my opinion does not matter. <laughs> We're going to get so into that one because I definitely want to touch on that one, definitely the future topics. I'm just like, mm. or I said, like, I, I saw something that said, like, oh, Summer Walker looks dirty. Huh? She may be dirty, but guess what? She has a man who loves and appreciates her dirty looking ass, and sis, dirty ass, has more money than me. So at the end of the day, y'all are so rude. I did hear about that interview where she said she watches from a bowl, but all I could think about is, oh, what happened? Like, not like she's weird, like, oh, what happened? 
My only when I get that, I when I heard that, I'm thinking she just takes whole baths. Like you know, right. a whole bath. You know, when you leave your man house or you doing a cookie right. or you look at a club or something. I, I guess what I thought of a whole bath. Um, I, I would hope she takes showers or baths. I don't give a fuck, but you know, wash your feet too. But like I said, at the end of the day, what some people do, it's not my business. Like um, the actor Matt. Um, I think his name is Matthew McConaughey. He only takes like two showers a week. He said that on air. At the end of the day, it's not my business. <laughs> so I still love the movies he's in and I keep it moving. And it's the same with Summer Walker. I'm still listen to over it. You know, just don't, you know, expect me to give you a hug if I see you because you may stink. I'm going to give you a handshake. Then a hug. I not even do that. <laughs> like, so, you know, I just feel like people in this day and age have so many opinions. And like my mom and grandma always say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Ignore it and keep it moving. That's a big fact. I'm definitely looking forward to the new guests we're going to have on the show. I don't really know who we're going to have on the show just yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to having just like new, different people. If I could have anybody on the show from the city, definitely the baby um, in Stunnerford, even if he's not from the city, he's from, um, I think it's Salisbury or Statesville. I think it's Salisbury. But um, definitely want to have a baby on the show if I can get that happen. I would definitely love to have... Um, Anthony Hamilton, I feel like he'd be a good person to have on the show. I think he'll shine a light on some things as well. I feel like, hmm, who's another good person I would really like to like? Wiz Khalifa! Wiz Khalifa! Wiz Khalifa! Wiz Khalifa and Snoop would like make my heart stop, but Wiz Khalifa and Snoop would be dope as well. So. If I could have any guests on the show, I'm going to have to go left with this. I don't have names, but I really want to touch on black creatives up and coming. That's what I want to focus on because I feel like they don't get enough shine. And I feel like it's a community, you know, especially in Charlotte. It's an amazing community, you know, and although... You know, we had the conversation with Mario a few months ago, and I, we were talking about um, you don't get ahead because, you know, popularity, or you got to know somebody, or you got to be like, and it's like, I thought people get outshined so much, their work speaks for itself, but because they are not known, or because they are up and coming, people not really fucking with them. And it's really hard to get ahead like that. And I definitely want to focus on those people from this, you know, up and coming photographers like Brittany or hairstylists or, you know, starting boutiques, things like that. Makeup artists who just simply need to get their name out there. Like, it's hard. I know it's hard. Definitely, definitely, definitely want to, like, incorporate the local talents for sure um, all over the city and all over the surrounding cities. So definitely look forward to those things being added into the show. Definitely look forward to seeing new faces. Um, we might even try to do some things where we might even start to try to release more episodes because we're going to try to do this in a different fashion as well. So I think it's going to be a good year. I do too. We have no distractions, no one holding us back. I think it'll be great. Um, and I do want to put this out there um, with the transitions that we are doing. 
Um, we have discussed it. Later on this year, we may, may, may or may not be looking for a third correspondent. You know, so if you are a hard worker and you are willing to put in the work, hit us up. Hit us up. Mail or female, or female. But we're looking for somebody who is the shit, can, can talk their shit, and is about their shit. So, you know, in a few months we'll be looking, but definitely, you know, hit us up. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Hit us up, please, please, please. Um, but, yeah, I think we're rocking, though. We're rocking. We're cool. We would love to have more people on the show. Even if it's just, you know, to come and do a guest appearance, it'd be nice to have another um, voice, another thought, another person to kind of have that controversial conversation with. Um, so, in a whole, this whole year to me has been a dope year. I'm super, super happy about the year. I'm really looking forward to next year. I feel like... I learned a lot about people this year. I learned a lot about talking to people this year. I learned about perspective this year. And I also got to see what happens when you just have hard work and you dedicate yourself to something. So I was really, um, really thankful about this year. Yep, I am too. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, well, that wraps up our show. It's your girl, Yo Callie. It's your girl, Killer Cam. Period. Period, poo. And um, follow us at Blunt Talk TV. Follow me at underscore underscore as well as follow the hashtag JustBCLT. And that is Killer Cam with three M's and underscore, guys. So follow me. I follow back. And make sure you stay tuned and stay locked on her page because she's about to drop her new YouTube channel. It's about to be lit. I'm excited. I'm excited because I really do be fall in love with y'all YouTube relationships. So I'm excited. <laughs> I get to stalk people that I love on YouTube now. Oh, Lord. Yes. Please do, guys. Please do. I already stalked on Instagram and on Snapchat. And on Twitter. Uh-uh. So why not YouTube? I have of course, okay. I'm gonna do it. You guys subscribe. I can't wait for her to drop the link. We have been rocking with Jay Major all show long to kick off the new year to celebrate the one year anniversary of Blunt Talk TV. You've been listening to I-85 by Jay Major featuring Zebo and Project Pat. Thank you guys for tuning into our show. Check us out next Sunday. Riding, riding, made it fire, window cracked in my ride Stuff the car with the pine, let it ease my mind Now I snatched the gas one time, and the pipe start crying Got North Cat plates, sipping North Cat shine Riding, riding, made it fire, window cracked in my ride Stuff the car with the pine, let it ease my mind Now I snatched the gas one time, and the pipe start crying Got North Cat plates, sipping North Cat shine 
straight out of that North Crack. Durham shit the biz at. Cross the track the biz at. We put these projects on the map. Them wise say boys on the trap. Been swerving with my windows cracking. So much envy in the city. Roll with this bitch on my lap. You fuck niggas embarrassing. This a moment of clarity. You hating niggas especially. You niggas hate professionally. Count that money carefully. You little niggas don't worry me. No haters, you ain't popping. That's why we on top apparently. Two way where it started at. Cross the street from the laundromat. Just made your BM archer back. Tonight I doubt she calling back. Got that pussy under reconstruction. A true player who be hustling, so she had a budget. Zebo married to that money, I can't be a husband. My hype man dancing with that chopper, know he's super muddy. But I'm just here for that cash, call it beautiful, ugly. Focus mind when I slide on the prize as I'm riding in the fire. Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine Let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cag plates Sipping off action Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine Let it ease my mind Now that's, that's the gas one time And the pipe start crying Got North Cag plates Sipping off action Northside, bout that paper, homicide, catch that caper, killers ride, all them day, Draco's bus, they gon' spray her, wanna be slick, nigga then pay attention when we grip this way, I thought you was gon' play a nigga like Pat, but you not a player, shot in your derriere, blood leaking everywhere, watch flooded like a tsunami, your bitch had to stare, your girl ain't got no underwear, I skirt my hand up under there, she suckin' and chewin' on my dick, like a gummy bear, and it's fur game, you Little niggas be so lame Crack the eighth of that act And we call that purple rain All this water on my drip All this frost on my chain Paid the cost to be the boss I'm the motherfucking man Riding, riding 85 Window cracked in mirage Stuff the car with the pine 